Welcome to another episode of the Benchwarmers. Follow us on Twitter at Benchwarmers06. Subscribe to our podcast at Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitchery. Please leave comments, rate us, and tweet us. Here are your hosts, Matt and Ryan. On today's episode, it's our NBA preview episode. And we'll go to DJ and Corner. The Bench Warmer. Alright, Ryan, it's that time. Our favorite sport is finally back. The NBA. Took so long, man. So, so long, it feels like. Yeah, it really has. Especially the way the Sixer season ended last year with Kawhi's 45 bounce shot. Uh. <sighs> Yeah, I try not to remember that one. I try to block that out of my memory bank, but yeah, no. So, uh, you know, it's been a long time for us, but, uh, uh, you know, obviously I've been uh, tracking our preseason uh, games um, over the last couple weeks. So far, we're looking pretty good, but uh, I'm sure we'll get into that soon when we discuss our predictions. But um, let's, let's go into this and let's first pick who we think are going to p- win each of the divisions so let's start in the east where we have the atlantic division uh in this division i guess you could call me a homer ryan i'm gonna stick with our sixers here i think we have a clear-cut really good team um obviously we're led by Embiid and simmons uh we have horford now we had richardson uh we signed tobias harris to the big deal uh I don't know, right? I mean, our, our starting five is like the Monstars. They're all humongous. Uh, for the most part, they're all pretty good on defense. They can score. I mean, really, barring an injury, I mean, I think we look pretty solid in this division. I mean, last year it was the Raptors who won this division. Um, they lost Kawhi, so I, I don't think there will be much of a uh, big-time force I think still be kind of respectable, uh, respectable, but I don't think they'll be on our level. Uh, then there's the Celtics, Ryan. There's always the Celtics. Um, we took Horford from them, so I feel like that should be a big of a hit. Uh, they lo- they lose Kyrie. Uh, he goes to Brooklyn. Um, so I don't. I, I mean, they shouldn't really be on our level either. Yeah, but losing Kyrie, I mean, I think helps them more than hurts them. I mean, I think he hurt them more. If you remember last year, we talked about that a lot. How he was basically their problem factor last year i mean this is true but he's still a great player and right now i mean i'm assuming gordon hayward gets closer to normal uh than he did last year i mean we i I mean i I think we both believe gordon hayward is a really good player and uh if it wasn't for that injury that horrific injury he had close to two years ago uh I, i mean i i have no reason to think he would be you know one of the best players in the nba but uh, we'll see. Hopefully, he's close to normal because I think he will be the leader on that team. You know, you still have Tatum. You got Jalen Brown. Um, but once again, I, I don't think they really are on our level still. So Brooklyn, I mean, now they got Kyrie. Uh, they lose Russell, but they still have Dinwiddie and Levert. If KD was alive, this this would be kind of a, a little tougher, I would say, for us as a Sixers fan. But because KD is not going to be able to play this season... Uh, once again, I, I don't I don't think uh, the Sixers should have any real issues to win this division, Ryan. 
Who do you have winning this one? The New York. Yeah, no, I have the Sixers. I didn't see. I went the Sixers see, last see, year. The funny part is, you you know how you just joked around with the Knicks. I didn't even mention them because that's how I don't care. Like it's not worth it. That was my point. That's the only team you didn't mention. So I figured I'd just throw them out there just just for uh, just just for giggles right on that one. Um, just to point out, I mean, Hayward in the three games that they've played right now, he only has 21 points. He's shooting 20% from three point range. So he's still looking off. Uh, so the Celtics, even though they're doing really well preseason, I'm not. That's my only concern because for some reason we still can never play the Celtics no matter who's on that team. We just look horrific the last few seasons. So I'm always going to be worried about the Celtics when we play them. But as a whole, if you said, I don't really see any team really competing with us that much. Um, like you said, Brooklyn does have Kyrie. And I made fun of him as I, as you were talking. That's because like, like, when he was with the Celtics, that's when they sucked. But he basically is a star and the only player in Brooklyn. So he can do that same stuff that he tried to do in Boston where – he really couldn't be the star because he had a lot of solid role players around him and Tatum and and, um, and all that. So, you know, he had and Horford and, and all that. So he had players around him where he couldn't do what he wanted to do, whereas in Brooklyn, they really don't have anybody um, as, as, as close to the talent that he had in Boston. So I think he is able to be that ball hog type player, and that'll help them. And in, in a weak um, conference, a division, um, which honestly, it's not that weak of a division. I think they'll still have some some struggles. The, the only weak team really is the, is the Knicks in that one. Although the Raptors haven't been looking good all preseason, there's no reason why the Sixers, like you said, can't pull this off. I mean, you really literally pinpointed our entire starting lineup and what they are and what they can do. And then, as we were just talking off off air, you have Thibel, who, as we picked him up for his defense, the man is phenomenal on defense, and he's just been playing fantastic. And he's hitting shots for us. So he's already um, a positive in my book that he can hit shots at the three-point range and all that stuff off the bench. You know what? I'm happy with that. I'm happy with the team this year. I'm really excited. And, you know, I think this team really has has no strong competition that, that can compete with their starting five. Um, the way our starting five coming into this season has just looked on paper and now how they're meshing together really well on the court. There's no ego trips, it seems like. And, and you know, this, this team is is a really dangerous team. They went from a top to a top two uh, starting five team to staying there, if not getting even better than they were last year. And it's going to be uh, it's gonna be an interesting season for the Sixers and, and this Atlantic division because out of all the divisions, honestly, I think this is going to be one of the more tougher ones. Uh, so we'll see how, how it all pans out. But definitely, um, I, I definitely, like I said, I picked the Sixers last year. There's no reason I'm not picking them again this year to win this division. Uh, next, we got the Central Division, where um, I chose the Milwaukee Bucks here, Ryan. Uh, this team, I believe they won 60 games last year. They were the they were the one seed in the East going to the playoffs. Obviously, they, you, they're led by the Greek Freak. Uh I mean, I really have no reason to pick against them. They basically have the majority of that team is back. They lose uh, Mal- Malcolm Brogdon, who go who went to the Pacers. But um, I-, I still think because of a guy like Greek Freak, you, they have to be considered the favorite here. Um, I think the Pacers are going to be a difficult, uh, you know, competitive team with the Bucks. Uh, obviously, they took Brogdon. Uh, they have Oladipo, you got Miles Turner, and they got our boy TJ McConnell now too, Ryan. So I think they'll they'll be the the the, uh, the second team in that division that's going to be chomping out the block in case the Bucks do falter at all. But I, I 
I think the Bucks have to be the clear-cut favorite here. The other teams in this division, I don't, I don't think are that great. I mean, Pistons, I would say probably the next best team. Uh, you know, obviously you got Blake Griffin, you got Drummond, you got Derrick Rose. Uh, you know, maybe if it was 2012, maybe different, different story. But I don't know, man. Derrick Rose has been looking really good all last season. This preseason, man, I've seen a lot of highlights of him. And he's 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 looking like he's coming back to his own. Obviously, he's not you know that 2012 year, but he's still looking really really good for a man who's been in the league for a while and coming off that that injury, you know, a few years back. Well, we locked him up today in preseason, so I don't think that's a great sign. Well, listen, we're we're a whole different whole different a whole different monster, right? I, I I just literally pointed out that we have the best starting five, and our defense, as you pointed out, is is top notch with you know the way our guys play defense and the way they've been they've been zone to play defense like that's in their memory like you got to play defense or you're not doing anything else so our team's always been a great defensive team so i can't compare them to us in all honesty because we are we've always been an elite defensive team if you think about it and then the other two teams the division of the bulls and the Cavs. i expect absolutely nothing from them so yeah i got the bucks in this one so uh ryan your thoughts on the central division yeah man i i have to agree i mean the pacers with all the depots if he can stay healthy and, and play, that's going to be their biggest competition. I mean, without Oladipo, this team last year was still a 48-win team, uh, win team. So, I mean, they weren't terrible, but they were definitely on pace to be a top three three team uh, going into this. And then when he got hurt, everyone expected them not to, and they still were close to uh, getting that three seed if it wasn't for our team, you know, the Sixers closing it out. Uh, but the Bucks come off that 60-win that, that season, and, yeah, they lost Brogdon, but I think the Bucks are still the clear-cut favors, like you said. I mean, they're really, with the Greek freak coming off um, MVP, I don't see why uh, he's not going to continue his reign of terror and just try and light up the NBA and continue to do what he did with his team. Because, I mean, yeah, you lost one player, but that, that, that team was still solid all the way around. And with the Greek freak himself just putting up numbers, I don't see why this why why the Bucks would lose this division why they aren't still aren't the favorite that's why i'm picking them okay i mean i think that's fair i think both of us understand that it's the bucks and pacers really in that division and honestly if if greek freak is about is able to expand his range three-point range and be more consistent there i mean he can, i mean he's gonna be even more dangerous than he already was and like ryan mentioned he won mvp so it'd be scary if he if he gets a consistent jump shot next the the final division in the eastern conference we've got the south east division and ryan this division's a bit ugly, you know? It's a bit of a toss-up here. Yeah, you know, got a bunch of pretty mediocre teams, in my opinion. Uh, not, not, no one really special or someone that sticks out in, in my mind, really. Uh, I'm going to pick the Atlanta Hawks here. Just because of the ups. Man, that, that's a stretch. That's a big stretch right there. Yeah, I mean, I know. I know. I, I'm solely picking on upside here. I see, uh, you know, I see players who are very young, but I see talent here. And... That's kind of why I'm going with them. I'm going with, uh, you know, Trey Young. I'm going with, uh, what's his name? John Collins. I'm going with Kevin Herter. They drafted uh, DeAndre Hunter. I mean, I, I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, really this team's going to be basically like the run and gun version uh, of what they were. But really, it could be anybody in this division. I'm not, you know, I wouldn't bet money on the Atlanta Hawks. But uh, I really don't have confidence in any of the teams here. I mean, the Hornets, I mean, they lost Kemba Walker. And I don't know who the heck they have now. Miami Heat. I mean, they got Jimmy uh, on their team. So, yeah, good luck to you there. 
Uh, Orlando Magic. Yeah, I mean, I know they made the playoffs last year. Uh, but, I mean, I don't think that they're, they're that good of a team. And the Wizards, you got Bradley Beal. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know when John Wall's ever going to come back. But, uh, yeah, really, I don't really have much to say about this division at all, Ryan. Uh, I just don't think it's that great, in my opinion. And I'm picking the Hawks just because I see upside in them. And uh, I'm probably going to be way wrong. But at least I think they're going to be a fun team to watch on League Pass. So I'm picking that. Yeah, I mean, this is this is my Marlins pick from a, a couple years back. That's how bad that pick is, man. I'm just, just putting it out there. Uh, but but no, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. Like, that team does look like they can put a lot together. And, you know, I talk trash on, on them. But, you know, they, I think they come together. You're, you're really hating on Orlando. I mean, they got Markel Fultz, man. The, the, the kid's back. He's ready to just blow up. Don't you understand? Come on now. How are you going to just overlook him? Um, um, I'm pretty but, sure your your daughter could shoot better than Markel Fultz. Oh, I know she can. But um, I got the heat in this one because of Jimmy Butler. I'm trying to go off with other teams. and they have Oh, the Wizards. That's how I say it. The Wizards, yeah. I mean, John Wall comes back. I don't know. I mean, and the Hornets have Rozier, but I don't think he – I mean, he's a good player and all. I just don't think he's – supposed to be the star of that team um and honestly the wizards if john wall is starting the season which i doubt i don't think he's if he's anywhere projected it's halfway through the season um the wizards could definitely be a a, a team to to be there because that team isn't isn't terrible terrible obviously orlando still has a lot of their their players back from last year but i like miami i like miami for the fact that basically butler can just do what he wants there and he can try and get the team's wins they have um with a Tyler uh, Hero, right? The rookie. Um, yeah, the rookie. He's he's been doing uh, pretty good in the preseason. What I've been I've been reading about him, and you know, a guy who I think um, didn't have a great season last year, but I think is gonna uh, come out, especially with Butler being on the team, is um, Adebayo. I think uh, he's got a lot of upside to him, and I think you're gonna see a lot from him with this team. Plus, you know, they have Haslam um, on that team still, so you got some some veterans. You did got you Justice just, Winslow. You, did you just name Udanis Haslam as a reason why Miami, he's going with the division? No, Jimmy Butler is the reason. I'm saying you got some veterans in there to, to you know, work with these guys that, you know, I think this team... Udanis uh, Haslam honestly, hasn't done anything since I passed grade school, all right? Again, you can hate all you want, um, but I, li- I like the rookie hero there. I like Butler with that lineup, and like I said, I think that's going to leave um, Adebayo... Uh, open more, and I think he's going to be utilized a lot better with his team, with the guys that he, that he has surrounding him. I'm still not a fan of Dragic, um, but that's a whole other issue I have with him. But I think I think this team, you're going to see uh, Miami take this division, honestly. All right. Well, so just to quickly recap our East picks, I had the Sixers, Bucks, and Hawks. And I got the Sixers, Bucks, and Heat. All right. Let's move on to the West, Ryan, where we got the Northwest division. Uh Ryan, let's start with you. Who do you got in this one? Man, I'm going with the the guys who won it last year, uh, and that is the Denver Nuggets. Um, I think, you know, they still have a solid team around them. Obviously, they they kind of uh, fell off towards the end of the season and did almost lose that top spot. But I think this team, um, plus they got Bobo, and with Bobo, you can't go wrong. I think that that, that man is going to do a lot this season. Um, and you're going to see since we didn't get to see him at all. Um, Isn't Bobo out? I thought he was coming back. This I thought he was playing somewhat in this season. Uh, I, I know he's out right now because he didn't play at all. But I thought he was supposed to be back sometime later in the year. Maybe I don't know. That's not. I mean, I know obviously he's out because of what happened, um, and he wasn't able to play in college. But I could have sworn he was supposed to come back sometime later in the year. Maybe not. But this team, I mean, you still have Jamal Murray, who was phenomenal last year. You got um, Plumlee. You got Zello. You got Paul Millsap. You got obviously um, you got you got Jokic there, and 
that dude just is unstoppable. I feel like at the center position for that team in the Western Conference. Um, you know, and you got you yeah Beasley and and Barton. So they got they got an all around solid team still, and a lot of the guys still there. And I think especially with Jamal Murray um, running the point up there, I think that 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 team's definitely um, not saying a clear cut winner because obviously you got um, you know the Trailblazers, you got you got Dame Dollar, uh, Mr. Hate on Shaq himself. Uh, out to prove a lot, and I think I think that may light a fire under him. And as long as he doesn't um, choke, no offense to Dame there. I'm just listening to Shaq's words, um, and just you know fail. I think that you know Portland definitely is, is a a solid team up in there. Um, they're really the top two teams. I think I think take the division. I think Utah will be an okay team as well. I just don't think they'll be fighting for that division spot as well. Um, the Nuggets and Blazers that they have in the past couple of years, and OKC without Westbrook and and PG, I don't really see them being um, really a threat as well. And, well, yeah, the Timberwolves are the Timberwolves. So, yeah, I mean, I got the Nuggets on this one, man. Yeah, so the one player that you did not name for the Denver <coughs> Nuggets, Ryan, that I think is going to be a surprising guy who's going to do well, Michael Porter Jr., the uh, the guy who didn't get to play last year because of injury. Uh, dude has a lot of talent. And uh, from what I see in preseason, he looks like a guy who's ready to, you know, produce out there. And I mean, this is all the guy who could have projected, you know, he's going to be like a number one pick last year for what's for his injury. So, I mean, if the Nuggets get a guy like that, I mean, that, I mean, you got to think that has to be a scary squad. Like the guys you already mentioned, Ryan and Murray, Jokic, uh, and you add Michael Porter in there. I mean, that's a pretty solid squad you got over there. And I mean, I didn't even mention Gary Harris and, uh, but I mean, overall, yeah, I mean, I can't truly disagree with you. Uh, the Nuggets are a, you know, a, should be one of the contenders there. I am going with the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I think uh, Lillard and McCollum are a nasty backcourt. Uh, I mean, this team did go to the Western Finals last year. Uh, lost to Golden State. But, I mean, I think overall, I mean, this team is a really good team. And like Ryan mentioned, I think it really comes down to Denver, Portland, Utah. I think Utah is also very solid. Uh, okay, C. Yeah, I mean, I mean, besides besides CP, the rest of their team is relatively young, so I don't, I don't, I don't see, you know, that going too well. I can see uh, CP getting traded closer to the trade deadline, maybe end of the year around Christmas time. I can see CP getting traded, uh, and the Thunder getting more draft picks to kind of just, you know, load up. But uh, Timberwolves, like Ryan mentioned, there's really nothing to say here. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns is a is a he's a good player, but really, really isn't a, what you call a leader. And Wiggins, well, he's just a bum. Um, yeah, I mean, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Portland Trailblazers here, Ryan. Um, but I, I think it's it's gonna be relatively uh, it's gonna be a relatively close division here uh, with the Blazers, Nuggets, and Jazz. Uh, the next division. We got the Pacific Division. Ryan, who do you got in this one? This this is going to be a, a solid division, I feel like. I mean, obviously the Lakers are going to be a, a, a fantastic team uh, with who they picked up in the offseason. The Clippers, I still think the Warriors are going to still be fighting up in there. I mean, I, I, got, I got no problems with Steph lighting it up and doing what he has to do. I'll be surprised to see how well Phoenix does uh, after, well, being the worst team in the NBA last year. And Sacramento was... They, they, they were okay. So all around, this division is probably going to be one of the better divisions. 
Uh, but honestly, I can't go wrong with picking the Clippers here. Um, you've got the finals MVP, the man who, as Matt wanted to remind me and everybody a little bit earlier, the man who who hit that fadeaway against the Sixers to knock us out of the playoffs and then win it all. He's won two MVP um, finals with two different teams. He's going to try and do it again with this team. So I don't see why not. With the help of PG, I think it's going to be a, a, a fantastic uh, duo right there. But you can't forget the best six man of all time in Lou Will. Um, I mean, the dude's been just killing it the last couple years, and I don't. I, I definitely see a more upside for him with this team. You got uh, a Sixers boy in Shamit there. That'll be uh, that'll be a, a solid help. I think he's a you know he he was coming into his own uh, with us, and uh, when we got rid of him, uh, it kind of hurt. <coughs> Excuse me, but you know I think you know you have him uh, being able to hit the three pointer. You know they got you just saw a lot of role players around you. You got obviously got Patrick Beverly, which is a a huge help I think as well. Um, you got Harkless. So this team all the way around uh, has a you know I think has a as a solid potential and all in all I think is is the better team out of all of them but I think it's going to be a close race no matter who ends up taking this one between I'm, I mean obviously people are going to say it's the Lakers or, or the Clippers but I, I'm not going to count out uh, Curry and what he can do with the ball uh, but obviously you know the two LA, LA teams are probably going to be fighting the closest but I'm, I'm taking the Clippers on this one man see I, I can't totally disagree with you on this one either right I mean Clippers I think on paper are probably the strongest team but I think the the thing that kind of hurts them in the regular season, at least when we pick in division winners, I mean Paul George gonna miss a little part of the early part because of injury, and you know Kawhi's gonna get load managed uh, all season, and he's gonna miss games. So I think that's gonna kind of you know take off a few wins for them. And like you mentioned from the get go, I mean this is gonna this is a pretty solid uh, division here with. Uh, Golden State and Lakers also, so I think that's why that's the only reason why I can't pick the Clippers as the division winner. Um, Golden State, I mean Clay not being there uh, for you know more than half the season yeah, is going to hurt them, and you know Steph and Russell need to get chemistry with each other. They haven't played really with each other, um, so that's going to hurt. I mean obviously Draymond is there still, so I mean you still got Steph and Draymond. So, I mean, I expect them to be relatively good. I don't. I mean, once again, I don't think they're going to be a division winner. I have the Lakers, Ryan. I'm picking LeBron here. Uh, I think LeBron's going to be kind of out for, for revenge after last season, how it kind of fizzled out after he got hurt. The Lakers just kind of, you know, tailspinned out and didn't make the playoffs. Uh, and now you got Anthony Davis, who, you know, obviously is a star himself. So that should help LeBron out. Um... And I, I know Anthony Davis just sprained his thumb or whatnot, but I mean, I don't think that should be too serious. He should be able to come back. Uh, I think LeBron is going to be smart and, you know, he's going to be efficient and he's going to get Davis involved and kind of carry more, majority of the load and he's going to take over when needed. Uh, you know, you still have Dwight Howard. Obviously, he's not the great Dwight Howard that he was back in the Magic days, but I think he'll be able to spell a few minutes here and there for them. Uh, and, uh, I, I think that's why I got the Lakers. I think it's mostly because I think it's, LeBron's going to be motivated this season to uh, do well year this year. And you see a year that Golden State's kind of faltered, uh, you know, once because KD left uh, the Clippers. Uh, like I said, I, I just don't think they're going to try uh, to push it too much with Kawhi. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be then they're going to turn it up a notch. Is what I think. And the Sons of the Kings, I mean. 
I, I don't really see too much here. I would say the Kings probably the better team. I think they're a more well-rounded team. I do like the Aaron Fox. Uh, Bagley played pretty well last year. So and uh, they got Bogdanovich, uh, and he I think he's a really good player. They got Buddy Heald. Uh, so I, I think they'll be a, a young team who I don't think they're gonna you know make too much noise, but I think they'll be a fun team to watch. Uh, Phoenix Suns, I just nothing. I got nothing here for you, Ryan. Uh, I think Booker, yeah, he, he's gonna put up stat statistics, but I, that that's really it. I, I hope DeAndre Ayton has a bounce back year. Uh, obviously, he was the number one pick overall last year, but I don't I don't think he met expectations in my opinion. So uh, I don't I don't think the Phoenix Suns are going to be that great this season. So the final division in the Western Conference is the Southwest. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to go and pick the Houston Rockets here. Um, there's a little bit of uh, you know team chemistry uh, changes here because they added Russell Westbrook all over the offseason. And obviously we know that both Russell and James Harden need the ball in their hands more than any other NBA player uh, currently. So uh, I'll be intrigued to see how this works out, at least in the early part of the season, um, because you know it's going to take some time for them to gel together. Uh, so I, I, I won't be shocked if they start uh, a little shaky in the beginning, but I think overall talent-wise, this team is pretty solid. Uh, I mean, you still have Eric Gordon, uh, you got PJ Tucker, you got Capella. Uh, so I, I, I just, that's why I'm picking them. I think they just have more, more talent uh, in the grand scheme of things than the rest of the division. But uh, I won't be surprised, like I said, if this uh, chemistry experiment with Westbrook and Harden does fail. Uh, other teams that I think that you know you can't forget about in this division is obviously the Spurs, the Mavericks. The Spurs, I mean, it's the Spurs. I mean, they just rarely ever just fall off. You know, as long as Popovich is coaching that team, you know they're going to be very efficient. They're going to play for them, uh, play for their teammates, and uh, they don't ever really hurt themselves. Um, you you know you got uh, you still have DeRozan, you still got Aldridge. Uh, I want to see how Dejounte Murray. Uh, you know comes back, you know as a young player So I won't be surprised if they're the hunt uh, the Mavericks uh, obviously led by Luka uh, And now you got Porzingis, you know coming off his injury. Uh, I mean, I think Porzingis is uh, health is uh, Kind of vital to how good the Dallas Mavericks will be. I know uh, Ryan picked him in our fantasy league, so I'm sure he hopes Porzingis does well, but uh, damn straight <laughs> but uh, I think uh, his his knees are going to be a big question mark, and uh, I, I think it all comes down to uh, how they load manage him throughout the season. Because you'd rather have him for the playoffs than you know game you know 42 of the regular season. But Luca, I mean, he's obviously a great young player, and uh, I, I expect him to you know take another step this year. Uh, the Grizzlies and the Pelicans, I mean. Uh, I think there'll be young teams that are maybe fun to watch because, you know, Pelicans uh, obviously have Zion and they basically have the, the young Lakers of previous years. You know, you got Lonzo, you got Ingram and all those guys. So it should be an interesting team to watch. Grizzlies, you know, you got J John Morant and you got Jaron Jackson. Uh, so that's, I mean, these teams, I don't think they're going to be, you know, the playoff hunt at all. But once again, I think they'll be fun teams to watch because they're young and uh, they'll push the tempo. 
So, uh, Ryan, your thoughts on the Southwest Division? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, mean, I think I think that the, the Pelicans and the Grizzlies, more the Pelicans and the Grizzlies, but I think that, that these two teams, I think people are going to sleep on more as you're kind of alluding to that. You don't think they'll, they're going to make a, be at a playoff run. I think these these two teams can can are going to make and break this division. In my in my in my thoughts, I mean, obviously, you know, San Antonio has been in the playoffs for like 21 straight years or something like that, and this may be the year they get knocked off. Because in all honesty, I mean, yeah, you, you talk about John Morant, who I think is is you know fighting to prove that he is deserving of Rookie of the Year. You I mean they have Grayson Allen, they got Iguodala, they got Hill. I mean, they got Crowder. They got they got some guys surround that team, um, Valanciunas. So they have some guys. That, you know that are that are there that I think can can definitely help that team. Um, so I'm not going to count out Memphis, although I'm not saying that they may be in the hunt. I can't agree, but the Pelicans, man, I think that's a scary team right there, and I think it's a team that everyone's going to be sleeping on, kind of like we all slept on the Nuggets last year. I think Zion is playing at a level that I'm still impressed that at, he's still able to do what he's doing. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, he also hit a three in preseason, so he's definitely above uh, Simmons when it comes to hitting threes already. But and all, but but uh, all joking aside, I mean, Zion is is nothing but an upside. It seems like the kid is just even out showing at this level. They obviously have JJ Redick uh, coming off that bench, which I think is a great help for them. Um, what do you mean? I think he's starting, bro. Is he starting for them? Okay. Um, well, can I far. Well, yeah, I mean, you got Ball, who this is his make or break year, and I I hate on Ball, I do. Uh, but this is make or break year. This is this is is he going to show up or is he not? If he doesn't show up, then I agree this team is not going to be a playoff team. But if, if he's able to show up, I still have been a big fan of Ingram. And the reason I'm saying J.J. Reckers come off the bench because they have Holiday, um, who I think is obviously the starter. You have Ingram at forward. I'm assuming Ball would be starting for unless they're, they're benching Ball over Redick. Um, you got Derek Favors. Um, you got Zion starting, obviously. I, th- I mean, I think this, this the core five, then you got Hayes off the, off the bench. I think that, that core five right there, I think it's a solid team that can honestly do really well and, and possibly, you know, make a playoff run um, with this team. Again, all the pieces considering are able to come together. Um, the Mavs, a part of me wants to, wants to take the Mavs this one. Um, like you pointed out, Przingis, um, they got, you know, picking him up I think is a great help. Justin Jackson, I think Courtney Lee uh, was bad because of being in New York, but I think he can do a lot of this team. Obviously, mm-hmm. Seth Curry is still trying to prove himself out there. And like you said, Luca, um, you know, rookie of the year, man. I mean, he's just he was just put lighting, lighting up last year. So I think that's a definitely a team to reckon with. Um, as much as I don't – and like I said, San Antonio, they just it, – it's pop, but they don't have – I don't think – I think some of those other guys, the other team I mentioned, honestly could knock them off. Um, but, I mean, you can't count out the Spurs, like you said, you know, Aldridge, Bellinelli, DeRozan – Carroll, uh, Lyles, you know, all those guys. Rudy Gay, who's just been mediocre for the most part. Patty Mills, who's been solid. And then Deontay uh, Murray that you were talking about. I mean, he's uh, definitely got some upside if, if he's able to play. But like you, I got to go with the Rockets because um, they just have an all-around better starting five than, than most of the, the teams in this division. They are the reigning uh, Southwest Division champs. Um, but... And again, the only team that was close to them was, was San Antonio. But like I said, I think this is a, this is a way harder division this year. And I think that the only issue they're going to have is when Westbrook and, and Harden don't get along, and then this team blows up and they're not even in the playoffs. That's going to be the only possibility where this team blows up. But if not, I mean, I see this team um, not 
handily taking this division, but they have a great chance. They have the best chance um, to obviously win this division. So to recap, my West picks were the Blazers, Lakers, and Rockets. And mine are the Nuggets, Clippers, and Rockets. All right, so let's get into the awards predictions. Ryan, who do you got as the MVP? Our man Embiid. Um, I, it may be a homer pick, uh, but he wants to win MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. He wants to he wants to go all out, and I think with the team we have, I think he's going to be um, able to do a lot. And I think that you know, obviously, if he plays more games uh, than he did last year, and you know, is able, to, I think that you know, stays healthy, he's he's honestly a a, a top. One of the top guys to obviously get uh, MVP, and I think he can. You know, I think he's more motivated this year than any other year to do it. Well, I hope you're right because uh, if Embiid wins MVP, that probably means the Sixers are, uh, you know, one of the top teams in the league. So that'd be great. But obviously, injury concerns are always a, a big question with our boy Embiid. Uh, my MVP pick is Anthony Davis. Uh, him going to the Lakers. Uh, teaming up with LeBron. I think LeBron's, like I said earlier, going to have Davis carry the majority of the load in the regular season. So I think his statistics will be pretty good. I think he could average close to 30 points a game, and obviously he's a great rebounder and defender. So I think overall, as long as the Lakers you know, are the leader in the Western Conference, I, I think that Davis could definitely be a contender for MVP. So Rookie of the Year. I have Zion Williamson here, Ryan. Um, obviously, the Duke product, the the ferocious dunker on the on the Pelicans. He's already, you know, showing off during preseason. I, I think that he's definitely gonna put up numbers all year. He needs to work on his shooting, of course, but overall, I mean, this guy just plays hard, and I think that as long as he puts up numbers and the Pelicans are at least somewhat decent. I think he could definitely win that award. Yeah, I mean, I I, I tend to disagree with you. Zion Williamson is a, is a great pick. I mean, he's definitely been proving himself currently in the offseason, in the preseason, and I think he's going to continue to excel. Uh, but I like John Morant. Like I was talking about earlier, I think, you know, he's got a lot to prove. He's got to prove that he deserved to be number one pick, I feel like, and I think he's going to, you know, he's going to show up and he's going to try and make this team um, a playoff contention team. And as I mentioned with both these guys that I was just talking about, um, it's, I think it really is up to one of these two guys, and if their teams, if either of these two teams are competitive enough to be close to a playoff spot, even a division winner, I, I don't see why either one of these guys can't win it. So defensive player of the year, uh, I picked your MVP, Embiid. Uh, I, hey, so did I. I picked my MVP too. Oh, look at that. Well, I mean, this kind of comes off the fact that Embiid mentioned he wants to be the best defensive player uh, in the NBA, um, and I don't, I don't see why not. Once again, it comes comes to health. If he's able to play seventy plus games this year, Ryan, we already know he's a great defender. He's, uh, you know, he gets blocks, he gets steals, and he locks down on defense. Uh, he's an incredible talent, and he's the anchor of the Sixers' defense. So, I mean, I don't, I don't see any reason to pick against him except for the health factor. Uh, obviously, there's other guys who are really good on defense, like a Kawhi. Um, like a uh, Rudy Gobert, but I, I don't see why not Embiid this year. Yeah, I mean, basically for the same reasons. And like I pointed out when I was talking about him as MVP, I mean, all he's got to do is is play more games because he was obviously, um, I feel he was still a top candidate for that for that defensive player of the year, just that he didn't play a lot of games. And to the respect of the guys who did, it's why he didn't win it. So I think he's out to prove something. And by being able to be defensive player of the year, if he can also do the other stuff, then, you know, 
he gets himself to be able to do both, which is, you know, his ultimate goal at the end of the day. All right. Coach of the year, Ryan, who do you got? This is a tough one because I wanted to go with Brett Brown again like I did last year, but he failed me last year, so I decided to steer away from him. Um, and I'm going with a man by the name of Doc Rivers. Um, you know, he's got uh, Kawhi coming to the team. I think he's, um, you know, with PG and, and the guys that he has already on that team that were there and some of the additions that they made in the offseason. So I think that, you know, with with his coaching and the uh, the ability of these guys, I think he, as long as they – I said, if they're going to be – if he's going to win this, they're going to be a top three team, if not the top team in the West to do that. And I think they have a great shot. Like I pointed out uh, basically why I think the Clippers are going to win the Pacific. I mean, I, I they, they are able to go from what were they, like a fifth seed last year or fourth seed, whatever, if they even made the playoffs, all the way at number one. I don't see why Doc Rivers doesn't get that, that, that coach of the year. Yeah, I mean, I think Doc Rivers probably should have won or should have been more of a running last year because that team – kind of overperformed this year. I think there's a lot of expectations because of the additions of Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, you kind of expect that, so I don't think Doc should get a lot of credit, in my opinion. Um, but my coach of the year is kind of in a similar boat. He expect, has a lot of expectations, and that's Brett Brown. Unfortunately for Brett Brown, he was our coach during the, the tough years, Ryan, so his overall record is god-awful. Uh, but hey, I'm glad that he's given the uh, opportunity to coach the team during our good years because it's not his fault that he had a bunch of bums on his team. Uh, it was the general manager and the team that wanted to break it all down and start from scratch, which I understand uh, because, you know, it got us to the point where we are today. But uh, I think Brett Brown, uh, as long, I think he has a good shot of getting the Sixers to that one seed. And I think if he does, I think he deserves the coach of the year because that would mean that he was able to fit all these uh, talented guys together and they're all working together for that common goal of giving that home court advantage because I think all the players already said that they want that as that goal. Next, we got most improved player, Ryan. Uh, I know you, you're not a fan of this player at all, but I'm going to pick him anyway, and that's Lonzo Ball uh, of, the, of the Pelicans. Um, obviously, he's come back from the Lakers, but um, I think him being away from his father, LeVar Ball, uh, Getting away from that BBB brand, I think uh, definitely helps him. Uh, I think him being in New Orleans uh, with a guy like Zion, and uh, I think that I, mean, I, th I think that new environment is going to do kind of uh, help him uh, focus on basketball specifically. So I think uh, Lonzo. I think like you. I think you mentioned it before. It's a make or break year for him. So. I think he has that mentality that he needs to step it up, and I think he will. Yeah, um, I like that pick. I mean, I was thinking about it because of what I talked about earlier and that you pointed out. Like, it's his make-or-break year, and he can do a lot with this team and, and show out. And the fact that he's away from his father, and I'm pretty sure uh, Triple B went went under completely, like below Australia under. Uh, so I think he definitely has that going for him, being away from his dad and, and that public uh, BS that his dad was carrying to him. But as I pointed out earlier, I talked about this guy out of Bayou in Miami. I think, you know, he has a lot of upside to him. He did not perform to the expectations that everyone needed him to and thought he was going to last year. And I think with uh, Butler around him, I think it's going to give him uh, more opportunities. And I think he's going to be able to, you know, do a lot, especially on defense. He's going to he's going to up his game to where I think, you know, he's going to definitely improve and, and be what people were expecting him to be. Uh, the final award we got here is sixth man and uh – this is the guy who basically should, the name should, the award should be named after him at this point, and that's Lou Will. I got him winning it again. Hey, same here. Look at that. It's his third year in a row for him too. If he does it, so I mean, 
this guy, I mean, he's been doing it for years now, Ryan. I mean, he's consistently, uh, you know, been one of the best bench players there has been in the NBA. You got to respect that. He, he realized what his uh, skill was and he perfects it. So uh, respect to him. And that's why I'm picking. I have nothing. I really don't think there's anyone else that's uh, on his level when it comes to being a six man. Yeah, I mean, I pointed out he's the best six man ever when I talked about the Clippers. And uh, yeah, I, I, there's nothing more I can add to that. All right. So let's make our picks for both of the conferences and the champion, the West. Ryan, who do you got? I got the Clippers, man. I told you I like them. I think they're, you know, upcoming team. I think you know, the Clippers are going to be uh, be the team to, to beat in the West. And I'm going to pick the other Los Angeles team, Ryan. I'm going to pick the Los Angeles Lakers, obviously, LeBron Davis. Well, we're either going to be way off or we're going to be somewhere in the ballpark with the L.A. part of it. That's true. At least uh, we'll get with the Los Angeles right one way or another. But, yeah, so Lakers and Clippers are our picks. And the East – uh, Man, come on now. <laughs> come on now. So uh, I'm going to pick uh, this team that I know of, uh, Philadelphia 76ers, to win the East. Yep, same here. Shocking. Shocking. So uh, it looks like, if I'm uh, correct here, the championship that I picked is Lakers-Sixers, and the championship you picked was the Clippers-Sixers. So Yep, that's right. It uh, looks like I'll be saying beat LA, regardless of... Uh, exactly. Same way. So I said, we're just rooting against LA no matter what at the end of the day. Ryan, who you got winning it all? Man, come on. I'm going with the Sixers. Like I said, biggest upside. I can't go wrong with the Sixers. Yep. Me too. Uh, so uh, I think we started out uh, this podcast, the first podcast we ever said we're not going to be a Homer podcast, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah, there's, there's facts behind this one, man. This, this isn't just random. Yeah. I mean, if anyone was listening to the first time, they'd be like, wow, shocking that uh, these guys picked the Sixers. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mean, we have one of the most talented teams in the league, Ryan, from a, a starting five standpoint, our bench, uh, you know, are, is a bunch of young guys, but like Ryan mentioned earlier, you know, if guys like Thibault are able to, you know, step it up, and you got Mike Scott, uh, you know, you got Kyle O'Quinn, you got guys who kind of know their role, so I mean, that definitely goes a long way, and I, I think that's why both of us picked uh, the Sixers to win it. This is... The D-Gen Corner. All right, on to D-Gen Corner. So I went 2-1, and one, and Matt went 1-2. and two, So my overall record is 9-12, and 12, and Matt is 8-13. and 13. Still not great numbers for us at all. But, you know, we're uh, we're slowly trying to turn that up. Uh, so I'm going Saints plus 3 versus the Bears. Giants minus 2.5 versus the Cardinals. And LSU a minus 19 and a half against Mississippi State. 19 and a half, right? That's a big one. After what they did to Florida, man, I got to go with them. Makes sense. Uh, my picks are Washington plus three versus Oregon, Baylor plus three and a half against Oklahoma, and the Texans plus one against the Indianapolis Colts. That's all we have for this week's podcast of the Benchwarmers. Once again, you can follow us on Twitter at Benchwarmers06. You could Subscribe to our podcast on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. See you guys next week. The Bench Warmer.